0: Thank you for joining us on the Purple Chair podcast. We will continue now where we left off last week with Fix it Jesus.
1: But I didn't know. We had not even talked about starting a ministry. Our minds had not even gone there. But I knew in that moment, and I even held on to it. Like I was like, I don't have to send this, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even tell him it's about it. Like writing it. a letter yeah. to i <laughs> I'm like, deceased, I can just throw this away, one. right? I did yeah. what you told me to. And um I didn't even tell him until after I mailed it four days later. Wow. Because I still didn't know the effect of what obedience God mm-hmm. was teaching me obedience. And and I gave up candy. <laughs> <laughs> I still have it here and there. But I for like two years, I didn't have it at all, yeah. which is like a miracle. But But writing that letter was leading to something greater. And I feel that about us. Yeah. Like this is God just... It's a baby step for him to release something even bigger sure. in our lives because we were obedient. Yeah. We did it his way, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because like I didn't hear anything back, so I'm like, okay, you know, like I guess it's not okay, or I don't know what well, good did that do? You know, God, thanks, right. you know. <laughs> but but here, four years later. I can look back and know that there was such a purpose, even in that, because even if you weren't ready to receive it, there was still a seed Mm -hmm. for you to, to get to the place to where you're like, okay, I'm ready now. And I feel the same for myself.
0: Well, it's funny because I got that letter right after I had went through the Sozo ministry Mm. session. And one of the things in my life that that came up in that session was my divorce from Keith in... Right. Mine and yours relationship. And so I thought that that was so funny that I yeah. got that letter right after that because I was like, I just let this go. Why yeah. is this a big deal? Yeah. And honestly, for the last four and a half years of this walk with God that I've had that I've never had before, mm-hmm. I have said to so many people, well, I let all that go. I've forgiven them. Right. It, a long time ago. And I feel like that's just where it needs to stay. Right. And only year two years ago mm-hmm. when we were planning Kylie's wedding, mm-hmm. Did things start to resurface, resurface where I'm yeah. like, okay, well, maybe even though I have prayed about it, mm-hmm. maybe I, maybe I need to act on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I still just think that there was just so much healing that had to happen right. in me, even, even during her wedding planning. Right. And, you know, I had no idea the things that I was going to go through with that. And right. Things. I, we, you know, we didn't know what this journey was going to look no. like. And so, but that's funny about that letter because (laughs) I remember reading it and you saying, I've been sitting here staring at this blank page. And I thought, she's forcing herself to say (laughs) something to me. And I was so irritated about that. I'm like, right. well, she has to make herself say something. <laughs> yeah,
1: then it gave you an excuse not to receive it, that's right? Exactly and and right. that's ex- I do those things all the time. The enemy will just come that instantly, and it's typically after I've had a real big breakthrough in something of else. Of course, and it then is. it's just like, why am I struggling with this still? Mm-hmm. And again, feeling like I don't really have, I didn't want anything bad to happen to you. I didn't want, right. you know, and I had thought about those. I've thought about those things with like my ex-husband too, because I'm like, something happens to him because he also has had, I'm not really sure, but an addiction problem. And my children now old enough could see sure some really major issues. Mm-hmm. And so um, like, how do you, how do you parent a child
0: who loses Your ex. Especially to something like that. Right. And honestly, I mean if Caleb was in here he could tell you the the depths that as far as addiction, my addiction Mm -hmm. Mm went, that he doesn't even know the whole thing. But just how just ugly it really was. And you guys very well could be having this conversation with him about like, how did you feel when right. you had to bury your mother? Right. Because right. that's where it was at. Right. When I tell people that, that I went from death to life, it's not just spiritual. It's right, like very much physical. Sure. And I think that
1: those are all things that we don't ever really think about. But, I mean, it makes me sad Mm -hmm. even when I think about it now. Like, would I want my kids to think I was happy that he was dead? No, I would never. It really truly does affect me, you know, that they would have – because they will be hurting so bad. Right. And, you know, when they're hurting, we're hurting. Absolutely. And so – that's why so much of this is so important for us. And I know there's been books written and like I see people that have like done co-parenting. Well, I'm like, that cannot be real. That doesn't happen that way. Right. <laughs> like, that is not true. <laughs> that cannot be no. for real. It always... And maybe it is, but I just, it was definitely not my story or your story. No.
0: <laughs> it's always blown my mind when I see people that are friends right. with their ex- wife or ex-husband and it's crazy to me because I think that's just that they must just be weird I mean there's no way in the world like they must not really
1: be over each other or you know because like once you're over like I was done when I was done I was done and I've never had any reason to look back so I just think that there's just so much that people can learn from number one the real and I know that we're kind of coming late to the ball game, mm-hmm. as far you know, our kids are are grown now, and now they're starting their lives. But I think because of that, I've seen how important it is for them to be healthy mm-hmm. in their relationships, because we would never want them to. Oh
0: my gosh! Go through. Absolutely. You know, um, last summer mm-hmm. I actually went. I think I went up on Father's Day to mm-hmm. see Kylie when they were in Indiana, and. She said to me that she had a big fear when she was getting married that she would end up divorced. Yeah. And that hit home really hard. Right. In fact, that actually might have been around the time that I felt like, yeah, this has to happen. Right. We have to fix this. Right. Or God has to fix this. Something has to change right. because, you know, they need to see that. That it doesn't have to be it like It doesn't this. have to be like that. Right. And, you know, I, I think it's important for people to know that you don't have to have a long feud. Mm-mm. You don't have to have a feud at all. No. You don't have to be insecure mm-hmm. as, as the mom. Right. Or as the stepmom. Right. You know, I told you at lunch, it took me a really long time and I was shocked when mm-hmm. I said it. But these kids have four parents. Right. And for right. the longest time... I looked at it like, well, they're mine and Keith's kids because Mm -hmm. we made them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And they're Nick's kids because he lives with them and raises Mm -hmm. them and pays for them. Right. And Trish is just this person every other weekend. Right. And she doesn't have a significant role. Right. And I just want to just like denounce that lie right now because that's not true. That's not true. You love them just like Mm -hmm. Keith loves your kids. Just like Nick loves my kids. Right. right? And so... I think that that's really important to say. I felt like in the very beginning and throughout this whole 16, 17 years, that if Keith and I could just, you know, we'll just have our conversation. Mm. You don't need to have any say so. And I have a lot of regret for that. I wish I wouldn't have done that. And I, I feel like that would have just made things so much easier if I would have let that right. just let you have a say if so could, yeah. or, or whatever. I mean, you if always we could did just, anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, because I think that's the other thing. And that's, probably a side that you weren't able to see because we still had to have a normalcy and a structure in our home because one little ripple was changing everything. And so in order for us not to be up and down, and I think you probably would respect that because you had a household that you were running too. And so every little ripple always affected the whole dynamic of of the house, you know? And so, so yeah, like there was a time that I just, and I really think that that's really when it got... Worse, because I was like, no, we're not doing it this way. It's this, we've got to have some normalcy. The schedule has to stay because we, you know, we would plan and my kids would be looking forward. And then, you know, they would be gone like in the summers and stuff too. So there were just things that, that had to be kind of absolute because it was just wreaking havoc on everybody. And so I knew that in the natural, you would have totally understood that had it been any other circumstance, but it was just too hard for us to respect each other in those situations. Well, because
0: before you and Keith got together, even, even after our divorce, when things weren't the best and Mm -hmm. we still had a really good, can you switch weekends? Sure. I can. Can you have them at this time? Sure. And then the structure came in, mm-hmm. and it was with it you just, and your yeah. kids, and, and it just messed. Every, and so yeah. it was easy to put the blame on you, right? Because well, it worked before, and now that she's yeah, here, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And it that I think bled over into the kids too, because I remember early teen years with the kids and Kylie. You know, the Christmas thing was always a big, big deal. Oh, yeah, and I remember Kylie saying, "Why can't we just spend Christmas with each?" parent like we do yeah. why, why can't we share it yeah and that's what I wanted for them mm-hmm. and they knew that that's what I wanted mm-hmm. for them but maybe in hindsight I should have just said no because this is his year this is your you know yeah but I still just I wanted to do what they wanted mm-hmm. and I wanted so bad to make them feel like they they didn't have to choose and right. in doing that right I made them feel like they had right. to choose <laughs> you know it's kind yeah of and crazy, those are things but... that
1: you, you don't even know like how those things you know even mm-hmm. with my kids like i've had to like apologize a lot about sure, some things that i've done you know that i thought was for their good and it right. really ended up not being their right. good and so i think that some of the things were just really innocently ignorant of us like Absolutely. we we didn't really we just didn't know we didn't know how to navigate and i will also add this being raised in church we didn't have a lot of examples To show us how to make this work and being Christians. Right. You know, because you're not supposed to get divorced. Right. right? And if you are divorced, most of the time, I mean, we have seen it over and over. One leaves completely the church and then one may remain or they may both leave. And we never see
0: any kind of outcome from how they navigated. I do have to say this talking about, you know, staying in church. And I have said this to people throughout the whole time Mm -hmm. that we've been divorced I am so thankful I'm saying this now for Keith's ears to hear me (laughs) I am so so thankful Mm -hmm. that he was consistent with them in church even when I was at my worst right and I always took them and they always went but they when they saw a different side of me Mm -hmm. even with the addiction and stuff or with attitude or whatever I'm so thankful that we have the same core beliefs yes that I'm not I wasn't raising children with someone who didn't even believe in God or whatever. So thank you for that, for always keeping them, you know, in the house of God and sometimes annoyingly, but like really thank I'm so thankful. Nick and I just had this conversation yesterday. I remember um the last year of the addiction, which was Kylie's senior year in high school, mm-hmm. 2016. And it was a Saturday afternoon. I don't know why this memory is so vivid to me. But I was really like in the worst part of the addiction. Mm-hmm. It was it was awful. And we were up cleaning the house and I always turn music on when I clean I just do. And you know, I was like, you guys get up, you're cleaning these rooms, we're cleaning. Mm -hmm. And so Kylie flips on Eddie James, and it was a brand new album that just came out. She was so pumped about it. And Mm -hmm. I was so irritated. (laughs) Because all I heard was, oh, we were at dad's this week, and we heard this song. And I'm like, Mm. he's just trying to push this in my house, you know, how stupid. (laughs) But I but now I look at that. And I'm so thankful that even when I was Right. Just so lost. And Mm -hmm. at the point in my life where I actually said, I've done that part of my life. I've went to church. Mm -hmm. I've had that. And there's no, I don't want that anymore. And I really truly meant it. Right. I really did. Right. And even when that's where I was, they were still consistent and so much. So not even, I mean, when they were younger, even they were going, they started Mm -hmm. going to church with you guys every week. Yeah. And I'm very thankful. Very, very thankful for that. So And I think I think that is like
1: one positive that we did have the same belief systems we did, you know, pretty much in every area Mm -hmm. that they did at least see a consistency there, if not anywhere else they did see a consistency there. And so and I think it does make all the difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think we've raised really great kids. We have. (laughs) They're pretty cool. (laughs) I mean, I really actually really like them. I tell people all the time, like I like I raise my kids and I actually really like them as people. Like, they're good people. Right, right. <laughs> but um, I think, you know, that most importantly is that we can use our examples, things that we've yeah. done that have worked, that haven't worked, that were disastrous. Right. <laughs> and we can be transparent about it and sure. help people heal. Again, I talk about this a lot on this podcast about things that I feel the church, not a church in particular, the church has failed giving us instruction and guidance in real life situations. And so I feel like if we can bring any light, any truth, any kind of healing to those Mm -hmm. places, then that's, that's really our role as leaders in ministry right now. So if we can help others, if we can change the divorce rate because of something we're going to say, I'll say it all day long. I'll take and put myself out there.
0: I do feel like I need to add that just learn to recognize the -hmm. voice of the enemy. Yes. Because it took me a long time to understand that he uses good Christian Mm -hmm. people. Yes. And they don't know they're being used, but they're being kind of nudged. Right. Because I would have people come to me that I fully respect to this day as wonderful Mm -hmm. ministers. Right. And say, do you know, this is what i heard right. and and that's the enemy yeah. just yeah if you can if you can learn to recognize him and you can shut that out right even if you are in the situation where we were in where our house was divided we were sharing custody mm-hmm. and and there was all this if you can just learn that this is his plan right he right. wants to divide you and shut you out and he wants you to feel isolated and that you're less of a person than god has said right. you are right and if you can learn that that's his voice and that's his plan, I wish I had known that mm-hmm. long before I was 38 years old, mm-hmm. because I don't think that I would have had any issue right, with you. I don't think I would have had any issue with Keith. I think that it would have never ended up this way. Right. But... If you can learn to recognize him, that's so important. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, let's face it. The devil does not come with little horns and a cape and, you know, with a fire background. They look like people that we love and we care about. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they can be used in a way that is totally contradictory to who they are or what kind of walk they have with God. They just think that they're maybe being loyal or, you know, that's why these things are so important to just. Right take care of head on yeah, and just confront them and address them instead of letting things fester because it just takes you on a whole different path that you were never intended to take. What would your advice be to yourself 16 years ago? I think really I just would have healed more. I would have sat back and listened and really just, I would have just done everything different. I really would have. Like, I think that at the end of the day, you were coming from a place of being a mother. I was coming from a place of children who had been put in the middle of right. circumstances they had no control over. And so I felt like I was being an advocate and you felt like you were protecting them. And sure. so I just feel like just communication would have been so much better. Right. You know, I feel like that would have changed a lot. Yeah. A lot of things if we just would have communicated, if we had been healed enough to say, that makes me feel like this when you right. do this or when you say this. Right. And we could have really just addressed it and be like, well, I didn't mean it that way. I was just
0: thinking that Absolutely. if we did it this way,
1: you know, this is where I was coming from. And I think that because we didn't have that
0: open communication, right, everything just got twisted. I think that's so true. And mm-hmm. I think what I would have done differently would have been before you came into the picture. Mm-hmm. So I think that if I would have healed the wounds that mm-hmm. I caused and that he caused and mm-hmm. we could have, if we would have, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, if I would have let the Lord heal me from all of the hurt from the divorce, and then your relationship with me would never have been like, right, right. And as far as you, I think that um, our our communication, right, definitely, absolutely, you know, I wish I wish that I could go back and do that differently. Mm -hmm. Because I I would absolutely do everything different as well. Yeah, I would have too. But it's, it's exciting that you know, all these years later, we're sitting here, yeah, and that God can still, yeah, you know, because you think, you know, I t- used to tell people all the time, "Well, I only have until they're eighteen, and then I don't have to deal with them anymore." And but as far that's as not true. That's so not true because <laughs> then you have weddings, and then you have yes. babies, and yes, and it's not about dealing with you. No.
1: It's it, It's just really about naturally, you know, fitting into the role. Like you know, yeah. we all have a role to play not in an acting type of way, but like, if we can all just be there and do what, you know, because I'm sure where you have strength, I'm not. And where I have strength, you may not. So I feel like, you know, God loves us enough. And I, and I want to say that too. I feel like really what we're experiencing is truly how much God loves us to let us be able to be in this place and to be free from all of the junk sure. and all of the history that we can truly move forward, I just see that as God's love just, like, oozing everywhere right. in our life. And so that is so amazing to me. And then, you know, for us to be able to really have a definite role and not feel like we are fighting for right. something. Right, right. You know, that we can all really fit in the lives of our children. We, they just have more people to love them. Yeah. And our grandchildren are going to have more people to love them. And I mean, how can you go wrong?
0: No, because there is life after divorce, after war and divorce. There is life. Yes. There there really is. And it can be beautiful. It It can can, be good. But you have to let God do it. Yeah. And in order for that to happen, like we've said a million times, you have to let him heal things in you down to the root. You can't just... Well, I've forgiven and I'm moving on. Mm -hmm. No, you have to get to the root and you really have to just let him completely do a 180 in your life. You have to be relentless. That means you do. And I'm going to
1: tell you, like, that means going back to your parents and figuring out what what their caused, whatever it was that you felt as a parent and why you did the things that you
0: did and why you felt the way that you felt. Yeah. And it's really humbling when you do that too, right. even though it diff- it's difficult. Right. There's something about it that is just so amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's just so therapeutic it and is. I don't think
1: that people know how much they can heal just by by being transparent. Absolutely. And being honest about yeah, why and what and all of those things. And sometimes yeah. they're difficult conversations to have because they do bring up things that maybe aren't so pleasant, you yeah. know. Yeah. But if you can deal with them and forgive and move past them, then it opens up a whole
0: new world. It really does. It really yeah. does. Do you have a verse that you would like to tag onto this? I would say Joel 2.25. Okay. It says, and I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. I think that one kind of sums this up. because. Yes. We yeah. allowed sixteen plus years mm-hmm. of which our seems lives like a to lot be, to us, but God's like, eh, it's it's nothing to <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, but that does seem like a big deal to right. us. Right, and just full restoration. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like restoration is not a word of restoring us as right a, whatever. That's restoring us our lives yeah. to where we were supposed to be. Yes, before we kind of stepped in yes. and messed it all up. Exactly. So absolutely, yeah, that's that would a good be, verse. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a good way to end this. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week. If you're having any trouble with forgiveness or if you have any questions, please make sure you inbox us. And as always, we just appreciate our listeners. And thank you for tuning into the Purple Chair.